Welcome back to the How to Podcast series. I have, okay, you know those toys that you see when you're a kid and you can wind them up and then they just go. They just go. My guest today is one of those where you're going to, we're just going to wind her up. We're going to give her a topic and we're going to get out of the way uh, because what you're going to be super inspired listening to uh, my guest co-host today. She's got a great podcast. She's got a heart for students and telling your story. And she's got so much insight. I'm so excited to have Fatima on the podcast. Fatima, welcome. Thank you. To How to Podcast series. I am thrilled to have you here. How are you? I'm great. And I, I appreciate you having me on. This is going to be awesome. So before we jump into our content and what we're going to talk about, talk about your podcast, what it is, who it's for, where to get it, do all the things. Let everybody know about your show. All right. So uh, again, as you said, my name is Fatima Bay. I'm also known as Fatima Bay, the mind shifter. Um, I'm a mind shift coach. So um, as a mind shift coach, my focuses are on um, helping you to find your purpose. And then once you do find your purpose, how to turn that into a business or career, because we should all be making money at what we're born to do instead of just working a job. Um, how to find balance in, in any area of your life where you're imbalanced. Um, and then teenagers. So my podcast uh, is on that fourth subject of teenagers. So my podcast is called Mind Shift Power Podcast. It can be found on just about any platform in the world you listen to podcasts. Um, and um, it's for teens and the adults who work with them. So my goal with the podcast is to bridge the gap between teenagers and adults um, in America and Canada. So my my target audience is Canadians and uh, Americans and and half my guests so far actually have been Canadian. Um, so I, I, you know, our cultures are very similar. So um, I decided to bring us together. And you can also thank Dave for that because he's the one that he didn't know it, but he's the one that talked me into uh, including Canada in my initial, because um, initially it was just going to be for America. And I was like, you know what? There's a lot to gain from Canadians. And I would love to learn more about Can Canada, as I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so my podcast is for teens and the adults who work with them. And I'm really enjoying my journey so far, actually. I'm, I'm learning a lot. Um, and I love having the opportunity to meet and talk to people that I otherwise might not connect with. And so it's been beautiful. I love it. I love the whole premise of your show. I love who you serve. Um, okay, let's, before we do this, go into again to our content, I, I always want to know a podcaster's why. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to talk about what your podcast is about, mm -hmm. but why are you doing this? Why is this so important to you? There's got to be this kernel that just brings you back to the microphone and to each episode mm -hmm. and to do what you do in life. Why is this so important to you? Oh, that's a great question. It's full of passion. So my why is vision. I see where our youth are. I see where this world is and I see where we're headed and it is not good. I cannot change the world by myself, but I'm going to do what I can from where I am. And what I have is an attitude and a mouth and a microphone. So I created a platform where I can use it to help other people. What I'm about is impact. So what I, I created my podcast, not just so I can have another branch to my branding. Yeah, honestly, that of course, that's a part of it. But that wasn't the major motivator. That's more like secondarily for me. It's more of a passion project that I'm combining with, you know, 
with with my business. I saw a problem and I want to be part of the solution. I am a solution-oriented thinker. That is how I think. I'm not a person who's just going to come up with all the excuses for why something's wrong. I'm going to say, okay, here's why it's wrong, but hmm, what can I do to fix it? So I can't go into everybody's home and and make them act right. I can't go into school, school systems and make them all get rid of their bureaucratic BS and start acting like humans. But what I can do is speak to the minds of all of them and try to bring them together. The problem that I see is that our youth are being raised in a way that is extremely unhealthy and unproductive for them and unproductive for the future of our countries. Okay. They're being raised to not to think in terms of problem solving or they're being raised not to think in terms of real solutions. They're being raised to think in terms of be careful what you say, because everybody's going to be offended. Don't breathe. We're going to get offended. Like we're just so extreme with that that it's producing a generation of, of, of people who don't know how to communicate, who don't know how to think as a problem solver. And the ones that do are the exception, not the rule. That's a problem for all of us. That's a problem for our future. And so many of our youth are feeling so lonely. That's object number one. Object Objective number two, um, so much of our youth, even though we're all digitally connected, no other generation has felt more isolated than the teens today. The yeah. numbers show it. It is, yeah. it is it is statistics everywhere. But even for forget about numbers, just talk to them. You can hear it and you can see it. I go to schools. I do workshops. Um, I, I, I've done youth programming. I just work with youth in different various ways and have for a while. And it's what I see. And because I actually care about youth, even when I was a child, I cared about children. And it just never changed as I grew up. I still cared about children. And the children I care about right now that I'm focused on right now are teens and young adults, you know, and and I care about their plight and I care about what's best for them. And I want to make a difference for them. I may not be able to change it all, but I can do something. So I created a platform instead of waiting for anybody else to make the change. I really, truly believe in being the change that you want to see. So I want to see a change for them. I want to see these teens that feel isolated, feel alone and feel stupid and feel dumb and feel like they're the only ones going through what they're going through to know you're not the only one suffering the way you are. You're not the only one having your these thoughts. You're not the only one dealing with these issues. You're not the only one with stupid parents. You're not the only one with nobody to talk to. Go on and on and on with many different subjects. I want them to know that they're not alone. Yeah. And having a podcast where they can hear other teens like themselves say, hey, I'm going through this. This is what's real. And it it helps. It's very helpful. But one of the reasons why that's helpful is because I don't bow down to political correctness. Hmm. Political correctness can kiss my butt. Like that's Hmm. that's my attitude, you know, because and it's not because I when I say that, I don't mean that we need to be obnoxious and go to the other end of the spectrum and be you know, be obnoxious and rude and say whatever you want and just have no cooth and no no common sense and no no sensitivity. That's the other extreme. That's bad too. Yeah. I want to see, I want to be the balance that I want to see, which is be honest and real, have those uncomfortable conversations, but we can do it without being rude and obnoxious. Yeah. You know, and that's on my show. You can come on and say what you want, but every guest knows. And I have this conversation with literally every single guest. You can curse. You can say what you want. Just don't be rude and obnoxious because there's there's no point in that. That's not yeah. solving any problems. My goal with my podcast, in short, is to create a solution. Nice. 
not just to create a platform where I could sell you stuff. Sure, mm. I'm gonna sell you stuff. Sure, of course, I'm a yeah. businesswoman. But that's for me. That's secondarily. First, it was created to to be a solution to a problem that I see. And most people don't think about connecting those dots until I say it. But almost every time I say it to an adult, they're like, yeah, you're right. They're like, mm. I never thought about that. But that's how I think. I'm a dot connector. Where I, I always like to say it like this, where everybody else just sees dots. I see the connection between them. Mm. I'm able to connect the dots. So, and if you listen to my podcast long enough, if you watch my YouTube videos, you can definitely hear that that's how I think. The way I summarize what other people say is usually me connecting the dots. Because nice. most people get lost in the dots. I call those details. Most people get lost in details. They hear your story. They hear what you're saying, but they don't make the connection between the principles behind what you said. Hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you, yeah. when we, when we, I love listening to other people's stories. Oh my God. It turns me on so much to hear other people's stories of becoming. I don't right. care where you came from. You can't, you, you came from the most waste racist white trash family. And now you're successful, the worst ghetto. And now you're successful, blah, 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 whatever it is, whatever terms you want to use. I don't care where you, I just like to hear people's stories because I love to hear people gaining confidence and growing and becoming something meaningful. I think that's beautiful. And um, anyway, I will go on and on. Mm, I love <laughs> so, it. No, that's what I meant. So, Remember I said so, at the beginning, a little toy, you wind it up and yeah, let her go. I'm very, as you can yeah. hear, I'm very passionate about it. Um, and I, I, again, I started my podcast because, you know, we're also talking to podcasters. Um, and I want to talk to your audience for a moment there, yeah, too, please. if you don't mind. Oh, that's cool. um, if you are starting a podcast, or you're going to miss the podcast, trying to figure out content, make sure you are you have a targeted, not just audience, but a targeted subject that everybody else is not focused on that you can focus on. That makes you different. You know, we have enough people talking fluff, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah. We have enough people talking about, oh, I'm going to talk about the safe subjects Okay, everybody else is saying the same thing. How are you any different? Blah, blah, boring. Talk about, you could talk about the same subject, but talk about it in a different way. Who's not being addressed within their niche? You know, what audience is not being reached? What, what, I always like to say this. Life is Swiss, Swiss cheese. There's holes everywhere. Mm. I don't care who you're talking about, what you're talking about. None of us have None of us are a full block of cheese. We always have holes. There's always something missing, <laughs> right? I don't care yeah. what subject you're talking about. Yeah. You could talk about a subject, but you're going to be narrowly focused on this or leaning towards one direction in this area of that said subject. Yeah. It's in find find the holes. What's missing? It, you know, don't just look at what everybody else is doing. Look at what everybody else is not doing. Flip your thinking around. I've been mm -hmm. the mind shifter, so I'm always having people shift their thinking. That's what I do. Yeah. But um, but yeah, for, for podcasters who are out there, and especially if you're a teen podcaster, um, shift your thinking. Instead of looking at what everybody else is doing, uh, looking at what everybody else is doing, what everyone else is doing is a good way to study what they're not doing. Mm -hmm. Look at what's missing and address that because you might be the one that people are going to list to because you're addressing the thing no one else is. You know? See? <laughs> okay, so I have three things I want to cover with you. Okay. And I want you to, again, I'm going to wind you up and let you go. And because I know we're going to have some amazing conversation around these three things. Okay. It's all around podcasting. All right. I want your response through the lens of podcasting on why 
we as podcasters, we need to be everywhere. Oh. Go. God, that's a loaded question. So. Because again, you're everywhere with your podcast. You I listen am on 40 plus places. You're yeah. everywhere. So you're a good example of this. <laughs> why, why do we need to be everywhere? What does that mean to be everywhere as a podcaster? Why, what's the reason to be everywhere? Go. You're up. I'm going to put it in a very simple way and then explain it. Okay. Um, variety in informational source is going to give you a better balance thinking. So I told you that balance is one of the subjects that I focus on. Everything in life that works has balance. Everything in life that's not working, it's because something's out of balance. Yeah. And if most of you think about it, when I tell people that, they always take a minute to think and they're like, actually, yeah, you're right. Um, when it comes to media, and I, when I say media, I don't mean just CNN. I mean any form of media. We no longer get our news from just mainstream media, most of us anyway. And I think that that's a good thing. The more information we hear from different sources, the better balance we can get. If you're only hearing your information from one or two sources, you're going to get their their narrative on the subject. Right. And I don't care who you are. If you're a human being, you have a narrative because that's human nature. And really, truly, there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong is when you say my narrative is the only one and only listen to me. Right. Then you're trying to start a cult and shut up. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Right. But um, I think it's important that why we need to be everywhere is because we people need to hear a variety of information. You know, when I'm listening to news, I don't just listen to left wing news or right wing news. I listen to a combination of different sources so that I get the, 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 the real truth, because the real truth is going to be a balance between all of them. Good. And if you really want to have balanced thinking, don't just listen to people who think like you. It's important that we don't only listen to people who think like us. You can't gain any balance that way. You know, when you look at a teeter totter, if you put all the weight on one end, the other end is going to fly off. And you're going to be imbalanced. If you want to have balance, you have to have something relatively equal at either end. So you need you need variety of thought. You need uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Diversity. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Diversity of thought is extremely extremely important for a balanced way of thinking. And the more balanced we are in our thinking, the better we can serve our societies that we're in. Generally speaking. Yeah. So I think we need to be everywhere so that we can have more balanced thinking and that people can hear other perspectives. You know, I love foreigners. And one of the foreigners so much. And when I say foreigners, I'm American. So, I mean, anybody who comes from another country and they're not American, except for Canadians, you're not foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> you don't count. <laughs> but but from anywhere else, I love, I, I love foreigners and I love talking to foreigners. The main reason I love it is because I have something to learn from them. Yeah. You know, I, they're going to teach me something I didn't know because I didn't grow up in their culture. I don't have their experience. Yeah. And so I value that. I value that I can learn from them. So I, I love talking to them. I just about anything. I just love, love, love foreigners for that reason, because I think that it helps me to have a healthier, balanced way of thinking. Um, I used to teach English as a second language and um, and I've just worked with foreigners in different capacities throughout my life. And let me tell you, I, they have taught me a lot. I really value my the fact that I've been around so many foreigners because they have helped me as an American to have a much more balanced perspective than I otherwise might. Good. 
Yep. Good. I love it. Okay, so that's be everywhere. The other thing is, is as a podcast host, your voice can be everywhere. There's no there's no borders. Mm -hmm. There's no restrictions oh my God, about who yes. can hear your voice. Yes, that's the number so, two. <laughs> right. So for 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 you as a podcaster, and I'm thinking of students that are podcasting, just imagine that somebody can hear your voice in Germany, mm -hmm. in Africa. Mexico, your voice has no limits. Your opinion, mm -hmm. how you see the world, how you present yourself, you're not limited to your small town, to your right. classroom, right. to your school. You are, there's no limit. Your mm -hmm. voice can go anywhere through a podcast. And you can, you, the world is your audience as a podcast. And especially if you have something important to say, the more people right. can hear it. And they don't have to go through the filters, like you said. Yeah. Um, I Am I podcast as i said before i don't do political correctness you can say what you want um and that allows people to be honest and have real conversations yeah um so that you can come up with solutions and you're right um one of my goals when i first started that i actually stated in conversations about it was i wanted teachers and counselors and adults who work with teens in any capacity to hear what other people are doing in other states that they might not hear mm -hmm. you know because they might be able to take it home you might hear something that they're doing in New York and you're like, wait a minute, I'm in a small town in Oklahoma. I might not be a big city, but I can take the principle of what they're doing in, in yeah. the Bronx and yeah. it'll work here or vice versa, you know? So yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, so that was be everywhere. Okay. So I got another one for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, a little hint. They all start with the word B. Oh, so we have be everywhere. <laughs> How about this one for podcasters? We need to be real. I think I already said it. <laughs> yeah, let's go a little bit more on that, though. So, a little more. Being real is is extremely critical because I think that solutions are. I'm a solution oriented person, so that is the way I think, and I think um, I think about solutions, and so everything I do is about finding solutions to something. Yeah. So, you know, you can't solve a problem from fake bill. If I'm in real bill, we live in real bill. Fake bill is on the moon. We need to mm -hmm. climb a spaceship to get there. We yeah. can't solve a problem on fake bill. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, you know, real bill is where we live. So being real is important because you can't, number one, you can't solve a problem for where you aren't. You can only solve a problem for where people are. And I think it's very important to meet people where they are if you want to solve a problem. Number two. Being real is critical. And this is probably bigger. I would say this probably should have been number one. Being real is critical because it's important for people to hear that they're not alone. And being real means that people can identify with your struggles. They can identify with your victories. They can identify with your experience. And they can know, oh, wait a minute. I'm not the only one with imposter syndrome. Wait a minute. I'm not the only one that thinks they're stupid and trying to fight those thoughts every day. I'm not the only one that failed and trying to get back up and look stupid, but I keep doing it. Oh, that is something victorious. Wait a minute. I have fought through things. Oh my God, I am strong. These are the type of things that can make a difference in a person's life and make yeah. a difference on how they see themselves. So being real is important because People need to know the real deal so that they can figure out solutions, but also so that they can know that they're not alone and that they're not stupid. I know I keep saying that, but 
It's the number one thing I see in people. People feel stupid and awkward and weird, and they're not. They're normal. But they feel like they're not normal because people want to portray images of perfection that just ain't freaking real. Right. You know, I, you know, this, this is related, but so we're not talking about my other business, but I do have a other, another business because I'm a dual entrepreneur. I make and design wedding gowns. And the reason I'm bringing that up is in this, in this, in the bridal industry, and I've been in the bridal industry for over 20 years, something that I see in young women, especially prom girls, I deal with a lot of prom girls and I love them. But one thing that infuriates me about them and it gets me mad, I don't get mad at them. It just gets me mad that it's true. I get very angry when I see all these young women who beat themselves up because they don't look like a stupid ass image in a magazine or on TikTok or whatever. And they don't realize that those that's not real. Mm -hmm. They use filters, whether it's airbrushing, if it's something printed um, or a filter to to make their butt look bigger, the hips look, their their uterus disappears. They don't have a stomach and it's flat, which ain't natural. You know, just excuse me, just. It, it makes me angry because I, I hate to see these young women put themselves down because they don't have an, they don't fit into an image that they think yeah. is perfection. And this is why being real is important. Being real lets people know I am not perfect, but I'm not bad. I am not perfect. But I'm good in this way because Michelle Obama did it and she was from the south side of Chicago. So maybe I'm not too bad. Being real matters because it helps to build people up. And that's what people don't see. They're so worried about portraying an image of perfection, portraying an image that look at me and how great I am, feed into my ego so that I can build my self-esteem falsely. Yeah. Too many people are thinking that way. So they're not being real with you because they're afraid to be vulnerable. And we're afraid to show people our faults because we don't want it thrown back in our in our faces. And those are real concerns. But sometimes we, we don't have to tell all your business. But sometimes being real, you don't realize who you're helping because you're helping lift somebody up, else up to say, I am not alone. And that is so, so, so important and impactful. Hmm. Just tell your story. I don't care how trashy you were. I don't care how bad you were. Tell it. You'd be surprised how many people will come out in the woodworks and social media if you make it a post and comment, hey, that was me too. They may not even comment. They might be in your inbox. I know because it's happened to me. Yeah. And um, and as you can tell, I'm very passionate about it. I just think being real yeah. is, is a critical piece to solving the world's problems. <laughs> it I really see is. Too, too many people students included that compare their day, daily everyday life to somebody's highlight reel. Right. And that does it's not even it's not even no. you don't do that. Mm-mm. Because they only want to show you the best of the best oh God, yeah. in their life. They're not going to show you their terrible Monday morning. Uh-uh. They're not going to show you that. They're <laughs> going to show you the best they want to and present. And even right? I'm not going to do that. I might tell yeah. you it in, in a story to make a point, but yeah. I'm not going to go on on you know Social media be like, I wanted to punch somebody in the face today. That man's lucky he's alive. I wanted to stab him right in the face. You know, I'm not going to tell you I thought that. No, no. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, hey, look, I I accomplished this. And here's the thing. When you see people's accomplishments, just know you didn't see the road they traveled to get there. Right, exactly. I can show you the pictures to me arriving in California, but I didn't show you the hell I went through to drive mm-hmm. that. 
There you go. You know, and, and people, yeah, I think it's important to be real because being real, when you are real, whether you realize it or not, and whether you see it immediately or not, you are really helping to build other people. So we need to be everywhere. We need to be real. And I know you're going to hit this one out of the park. We need to be different. Yes. Be Let's different. Let's go. Be different. <laughs> Come on. Being different is is critical. And I had I had, uh, um, said a little bit about it earlier. My podcast is different. You heard the premise of it. How many of you have heard of podcasts like that? I haven't. And everyone I talk to hasn't either. So yeah. as far as I know, I'm the only one with a podcast quite like mine. I'm not the only one with a podcast for youth, but I'm the only one with a podcast with my objectives and my style. And you. Uh, hey, yo, yeah, the only one with me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think it's important, especially since we're talking about podcasting, to to be different. And, you know, as I said earlier, if everybody else is talking about the same subject and you want to talk about it too, there's nothing wrong with that. Talk about it differently. Don't just be the same sounding board that everyone else already is. And you could be saying the same stuff you already saying, because honestly, most of us coaches, I hear a lot of coaches who who's talk, say, talking about the same stuff I do, but we don't do it the same way. And that's right. what makes us different. And it helps yeah. to draw people in. Now, for me, I'll give you an example for myself. When I talk, I intentionally, especially when I'm giving speeches, or coming on, to, you know, to do an interview like this, you will very often not hear me use common buzzwords. And that is by design. I do that on purpose and I'll tell you why. And mm. I'm only saying this because we're talking to a podcasting community. Yeah. When we hear buzzwords, and I'm specifically talking about buzzwords, not all words, just buzzwords, the words that are in today and, you know, they're very popular and they're commonly used today. Yeah. Nine times out of 10 buzzwords the meaning of those buzzwords gets watered down because they get overused and misused. Right. So people tend to have this attachment or association is a better word to these buzzwords that don't truly convey your point. And if I want to be impactful instead of impressive, I use different mm -hmm. words. For example, instead of saying triggered because it's overused today, it really is, especially with the youth, because I did with teenagers, it is overused and nine times and well, maybe not nine times, seven times out of 10, it is misused. I don't say trigger unless somebody else brings it up. Then I'm in a conversation with them and we need to be on the same page. I will agree with the word, but I don't usually say trigger. I ask about trauma points. I find other synonyms around it to yeah. Talk about it. So what I do is sometimes instead of saying the word, I will use the descriptor instead because it makes people think instead of associate. Now that's a little, going a little deeper than most people think, but that's that's an example of what I do to be different. Is instead of again using trigger words, I will explain the definition of that word in my question instead of using a, a, a not trigger. Sorry, um, instead of using a uh, what's the word I just used. A, a, a typical word that people use. I forgot the word I just used just now. Um, but it's a buzzword. Sorry, that's the word. Yeah, buzzword, yeah, yeah. Instead of using a buzzword, I will, again, I will ask the question, I will reword it in a way that makes you get the point of what I'm saying instead of the, instead of the association of that buzzword. So that's another, that's a way of me being different in my style, you know, in, in my style and my talks. And when I'm talking to people, 
Um, and I don't use the same words with everybody I talk to. So if I'm talking to you one-on-one, I may use different words talking to you than I will Sheila down the street because you're different people. You have different mindsets. You receive differently. And I recognize that as a mind shifter, you know, it's what I do is I help people to shift their thinking, but that's part of how I do it. I just gave you all my secrets. So that's part of, that's part of how I do it (laughs) is I, I modify what I'm saying to the audience I'm talking to, uh, you know, within reason as much as I can. And if it's an audience of one, then I really, um, I really, really uh, customize how I word things to that person to get the point across and the examples that I use, you know? So I, uh, you know, a guy who works for an airplane and is very standard, typical masculine, watches sports and drinks beer is different than the Barbie doll girly, right? I talk to them different, you know, I talk to them different because they're going to relate to different things. And I'll use different examples. Now what's the same is the principle. So that's how I think differently is I think, I think in terms of principles and I talk in terms of principles. So for me, I talk principle first, detail second. Most people talk details first and then they get lost in the principles. Well, the Mm -hmm. principles get lost in the conversation rather. If that, does that make sense? Yeah, I'm with you the whole way through. I love it. So that's what I, those are the three that I definitely wanted to talk about. Again, be everywhere, be real, and be different. I think as podcasters, those are three things that we can even do in our next episode is how are we going to address those three things in our content, how we deal with our uh, reaching out to our community through social media, for example. How can you be real? How can you be everywhere? And how can you be different? One more thing so, I want to add to yeah, there. One cool. thing I want to add that I want to say to the audience, because we're talking to podcasters in particular, one of the reasons why people are not as honest as I am is they're afraid to be. They're afraid of who they're going to offend because that's what our society teaches us to think, a way our society teaches us to think. I do not think that way. Switch your thinking around. Shift your thinking and switch your focus to not to who you're trying not to offend, but who are you reaching? Focus on who you're making an impact on. Who are you making an impact on? Everybody else can go sit down somewhere. That if you make that your mentality, you will have a strong following. It is better to have 25 strong followers than a hundred flaky ones. Mm. And if you think that way, you will be a stronger podcaster and you'll have a greater ability to grow your podcast because you'll have a stronger following audience because you're real with them and and you're you're impacting them and you're not just talking on the surface and being safe. So focus on who you're reaching instead of who you're trying not to offend. My challenge to a student listening is I think if if I could have sat in class beside me back in the day (laughs) and had a chance to talk to myself, which would be weird. But if I could, one thing I would tell myself is to value the art of collecting people. Hmm. Value the art of collecting people in relationship and community. Don't be afraid to be yourself. Because as you put yourself out there and you demonstrate the confidence of who you are, which takes a long time to, for some people to come to, but when you can get to the part where you feel confident in who you are, that confidence brings people to you because they're also looking for that in their lives. 
Yes. So go collect those people. Go collect those relationships. We're all doing this life at the same time. Mm -hmm. So nobody has an advantage over you and no one has a disadvantage. You're all, we're all playing the same game. So as many people as you can bring into your life, start early, keep growing that community because you never know how you can serve that community in the future or how they can turn around and be there when you need community. So yes. build it now. Mm -hmm. And that goes also then to podcasters. Build it now. Even with one episode and you have one listener, don't, don't think you failed. Right. You have one listener. Mm -hmm. And we go back to the apple seed thing we talked about. There's potential in that one person beyond anything you can measure. So don't think that you've wasted your time with one person in your life when that one person could be the biggest change in the world. Right. And your words could redirect their thoughts, yeah. their path, and give them light and hope yes. just from something you say. So don't stop collecting people. To, to that end, and I like the way you put that. I think that's a, an excellent way to, to, to word it. To that end, ha, make an impact, whatever subject it is. Make an impact with your, your uh, podcast. And how you know that you're impacting people isn't the number of listeners, as, as Dave just said. You know you're impacting people when you get feedback. Right. From the humans who listen to you. Right. I know that my podcast is making an impact because I get messages in my inbox. And funny enough, some of the impact, some of the messages I get actually are some, from some of my guests. <laughs> More so than just the listeners. <laughs> but uh, but I think that's a good thing, you know. Um, however I can touch a life, I can touch a life, you know. Um, but yeah, lo look at the difference that you're making. It's better to make a difference in 25 than 100 flaky people. Because when you have a call to action to your core audience of 25, you're going to get more from them than you're going to get from the 100 flaky people. For real. <laughs> and this whole thing about being an influencer, I think we need to re yes. retake that, that term mm -hmm. and rethink of that term. It's, yes. it's not just being famous and somebody giving you a pair of shoes to wear so that you'll take your picture with them. It's about you have the opportunity to influence the life of a person and impact them. So that kid that sits in class across from you that never talks and nobody talks to, what if they're going to be the next big thing in mm -hmm. life and come up with something that's going to change the world? Right. The next would you jobs. want to be a part of that? Would <laughs> yep. you want to be a part of that? I would love to be mm -hmm. a part of that. Mm-hmm. The next Oprah, um, Steve Jobs. There's potential whoever. in all of us. Mm-hmm. Even if the world doesn't recognize it, you can. And as a podcaster, that's our job is to to create an atmosphere and a community where people feel loved, accepted. They're a part of this group, they're a part of this podcast, and they feel like this is home. And people will come for the content, but they're going to stay for you as a host because yes. there's something about you. So mm -hmm. make that clear and evident. And when somebody reaches out to you, you reach back. Never leave that sitting in an email folder. Never leave that in an unanswered DM. When right. somebody takes the step to reach out to you, be ready to reach back to them. Yes. 
so important. You never know who, what impact that that'll have. And not only that, when you don't reach back to them, they might get on Reddit, Facebook, TikTok, and start talking about you like a dog. <laughs> so get back to them. <laughs> don't I give them a it. reason to. <laughs> I love it. Um, so, okay, this is a good spot to stop because I think, you know what, we need to have another conversation in the future. And mm -hmm. I could just talk to you all week and that'd be the longest podcast ever. But um, <laughs> we still do need to do other things. But um, we're, again, talk about your podcast and where to connect with you. Let's close off with a bang. I want people to come fall in love with your show and I want people to share it as well. So okay. people can share with their community because there's somebody that needs this show and I just want them to connect with you. So tell us, do yes. all the details. Let's go. So my name is Fatima Bay and so is my website. F-A-T-I-M-A-B as in boy, E-Y dot com. Um, and then slash podcast, if you want to look at my podcast. But honestly, just Google my name. I am not even exaggerating. If you Google my name, <laughs> the whole first page is me. Um, oh. Some of it will be about my sewing business. You'll see reviews down there for my wedding gowns. Um, but it, my podcast will be there as well because I'm on 45 uh, plus po uh, platforms. Um, and so some of that will pop up. Uh, but if you go to my website, you can see a whole lot of things. Something else that I want to mention, uh, which you didn't ask me about at all, but I think it's important to mention, I'm a business with a cause. So both of mm -hmm. my businesses donate to an organization that helps human trafficking victims and orphans around the world. And I think that's something else that also makes me stand out. And for you listening, for your podcast and your character, your personality, that can make you different too. A social justice cause. Make that a part of your, your, you know, if you really do care about something, if you're selfish, don't, don't pretend. But if you're not, and I think more people are not selfish. So if you're not, uh, if you are a person that cares very passionately about something, um, you know, in an altruistic manner, um, find a way to make that a part of your podcast, because that is probably one of the biggest ways to make yourself different. Because people know that you're not just out there for fluff and to promote yourself, but you're out there for a real reason and that you care. That can gain you a stronger following than anything else you've got to say. And there it there. is. <laughs> there it is right there. I'm so glad you ended with that. That is brilliant. And I knew that would happen with you. And again, go back to the beginning, wind you up and let you go. Um, we want to make sure we're everywhere. We're real. And we're different. And in doing that, I think we're going to reach a lot of people. So thank you for so much for being part of the podcast. And you got to come back. I, I definitely will. You just let me know and I'll come back on. I really enjoy talking to you and I really appreciate, um, you know, this opportunity. But I also want to say I really appreciate publicly. Um, I really want to say publicly, rather. I really appreciate what you do because there's a lot of conversations that you have behind the scenes with people. And you do genuinely help people that in ways that the public doesn't even know. And you've done it for me, but I know it's not just me. So on behalf of the hundreds and probably thousands of people that you've helped, thank you. Wow. Okay. Now I'm going to go in the corner. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, thank you. No, I really appreciate that. Um, it's I just want people to share their message. And the only person who can do your show is you. Yep. The only person who can do this show is me. Yep. And you need to realize that in a world of busy and crowded and lots of noise and you're afraid that your message is going to get buried 
Remember, the uniqueness of your podcast is you, and nobody can do your show. And if you don't do your show, nobody will. So do it. Get out there and get beyond your, your fear because there's an audience waiting to connect with you and you have a message for the world. So get out there, share your, share your heart, share your message, start a podcast. Love it. Hey, it's Dave jumping on here at the end. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for listening to the How to Podcast series. Putting this out there for you. You're starting a podcast and you're like, Dave, the technology is giving me a headache. This editing thing is, I don't know, it's banana pants. I can't figure it all out. Um, And you're thinking, if there was somebody who could help me with my podcast, I would pay them to do the editing for me. Guess what? I'm actually doing that. I have clients now, past guests who've been on the show, on one of my other podcasts, on this podcast. I'm doing some podcast consulting. I'm doing podcast editing. I'm helping with people launching their podcast, getting it, all the technology stuff, all getting your podcast and all the players, helping you with your YouTube channel, your website. Oh, it just goes on and on. It goes on and on. And I would love to help you. So instead of going to Fiverr or Upwork, I've I've been on there. I keep trying to get on for jobs and nobody's paying attention to me. And I'm I need attention. <laughs> I would rather work with you as a listener of the show. So here's what I'm saying. Go to howtopodcast.ca, leave me a voice message, tell me what you need, and let's work out something that works for you and your budget. And if you need full service or you just need something quick like a drive through type service, I'm there for you. I got you. And if you like what you hear on any of my seven podcasts, I can do that for you. I can. And I'd love to work with you because you are amazing. And I'm there to help you whatever you need. Howtopodcast.ca. Reach out. Let me know what I can do to help you with your podcast. Thank you for listening. Catch you on the next episode. Take care.